Blog Talk Radio. Tell somebody, say, forever's a long time. Say, but God loves you that long. Make me 
and we can trust his word today. Hallelujah. For every word of God is pure. He's a shield unto them that put their trust in him. The scripture says, forever, O God, thy word is settled in heaven. Now, if his word is settled in heaven, what does it mean? What is it that it does on the earth? Or what is it that it do on the earth if it is already settled in heaven? We're grateful unto Almighty God this morning for uh, bringing us for a special episode of Jesus in the Morning today, a Saturday episode. It's a very rare occasion uh, that I'm here on Saturday. But yesterday, I uh, had quite a few things going on. And I said, well, tomorrow I'm going to give a, a full show and uh, not cut, you know, anything short. Just come on on Saturday and uh, show my love for you. Every caller and every listener, those coming through the podcast and the uh, archives as well. Thank God for you this morning. I love you. God bless you. And uh, thank you for coming through. For those that um, began to plant seeds last week uh, into Jesus in the morning, I thank you so much. I thank you so much. And uh, I'm praying and asking the Lord to multiply that back to you a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. Yeah, we've seen it done before. We we see seed were planted and God brought forth a harvest. And so I'm grateful unto him for that. And uh, I appreciate him this morning. I love him today. Yeah, because it was him that first loved us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so we're thankful. Listen, today we're going to talk about um, 2023, walking in God in 2023. And we're looking at uh, the things that has gone by over the many years. I've been here 65 years. And in 65 years, I am seeing some things that I've never saw or seen before, okay? Um, the, in 20, the ending of 2019, the beginning of 2020, you know, maybe February is when I really found out about the coronavirus. I knew nothing about no virus had taken over before. Uh, anything like that, killing people, uh, and I certainly did not expect to lose a loved one, but I lost my oldest daughter in that shuffle, and, uh, you know, I went to bed one night, and everything was fine, you know, I could go in Walmart, I could um, go in Ross and all the stores, you know, I like to Used to like to shop around in and things like that. I, you know, love shoes, and I'm going to look at shoes. I don't always buy shoes, but I love looking at them either. And, you know, go to the grocery store and get your groceries. And uh, I'm running all up and through Jacksonville, Florida, you know, delivering stuff to people and carrying people to and from medical appointments and, uh, you know, picking up medication for them or taking them to them. From the grocery store, you know, just a list of stuff you do, you know. And uh, sometimes somebody may come to town and they want to go out for dinner and we go out. Or, you know, when the beach was open, we go to the beach and, you know, just have a good Florida hot weather time. Make, you know, cook out back on the patio, I mean, on the lanai, you know, have crab and whatever we do. But 
all that come to a halt. And after 2020, which is three years ago, things began to dwindle when we look at it. It begins to dwindle in my book more and more. I can remember back in the day, again, I'm 65 now. Back in the day, I can remember a good day's wages for a good day's pay. People come in to clean the lawn service, the carpet cleaning service. These just a few to name. People took pride in what they were doing for their customers or even for the company's customers. And if that was a complaint, they took the complaint to the owners or the manager and they got right on things. Today, it's nothing about customer service. It's more about more customer money. More customer money. Listen. Today, they do less and expect more. And I've never seen cleaning people come in and don't move anything to clean, but they clean them. Where I come from, and, and I mean, these people come and they go quick. They just get your money and they go. And when you go and look, oh, my goodness, they didn't vacuum under there. They didn't do this. I've never been one, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> that stand over people <coughs> while they're working. But today, listen, you have to watch everything. If you got people coming in your house to do stuff, you have got to watch every little thing. I had the carpet cleaning service to come yesterday. And, you know, I get out of the way and let them do their thing, you know, through the house. I came in this morning because I turned the heat on last night and the ceiling fan so that everything could dry. All the floors would be dry and I could bring my office chair into the office and do the show today. When I looked under my desk, I haven't been touched. There are spots that I know he could have got up, didn't get them up. I, I, I'm just telling you what's, what's here. If you can do it yourself, it's best you do it yourself. Yeah, it's best you do it yourself. Uh, lawn cleaning service. They come and ride on a lawnmower and cut your grass in less than 15 minutes. They have $140 a month and they are gone. And every blue moon they say they're edging and weeding. And, come on. Come on. And they blowing leaves. I have a pond out back. And they blew the leaves so much in the pond, it clogged up the engine, the motor. They kept the fountain, the waterfall flowing. I had to take the, the engine out of the pond, order a new pump, and I'm still waiting on the man to come and install it back. Yeah. No service. More customer money, but no service. So I, I don't know what we're going to do, but we need to make some changes because we should be afraid to go to the doctor unless he's older than us. I'm 65. Moshe Reed got to be 80. My doctor, he's got to be 
close to 80 because the doctor and the specialist is too quick. It's too quick. In and out, money, buy, money, buy. Drop your money and buy. Places to eat. I prefer to eat out of somebody's house who keep a clean house than to eat from restaurants and cooks and chefs and these business places because they're not clean. And the people that work there is not clean. Some of these people you can look at and see they, they haven't showered, they haven't washed their hair. DoorDash and all these people got people bringing your food and you don't know what's in their car, what's been in their car. I, I, I'm a little weird. I don't like animals around my food, period. I don't like animals in my house. Dogs, cats, rats, I don't like all of that. No. So I don't know if you're riding your dog in your car and then you want to bring me my food. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. Things are not clean. And there's another wave of this variance that has come, and I'm sure there will be many more. But we've taken the mask off, and we've done trying to make it back like it was, I, I think what we need to do is go to God. Self this and self that and people so disconnected. On the phone, you're supposed to be talking to a rep of the company. They don't even hear what you're saying because they got too much other stuff going on. They got TikTok going on. They got uh, YouTube going on, they got Twitter going on, they got LinkedIn going on, they got Instagram going on, and you're trying to get some business conducted. They can't hear what you're really saying because they're doing social media. It, it is just ridiculous. But in 2023, there will be some changes coming about. You're going to notice it. As I ask the people of God, the believer, the Christian, the saints of God, I ask that you would get yourself together. Because when you see uh, what is coming, your mouth might, might fly open and you like, and you grasping for air. Yeah. Because you won't believe it. Yeah. Pray for your children. Pray for your grandchildren, your great-grands, your great-great-grands. Yeah, pray for them. They need it. Because this thing have them all twisted up. Yeah, in it. And they already changed the schools and flipped that upside down so your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren will accept any and every old thing that God does not accept, that he's not pleased with. They are, they are already doing this. Well, they've already done it. And the church and the people of God and the saints of God and Christians sat back, never said a word. We let it go on. We're too busy trying to work and get money to pay our bills. We're too busy trying to keep up with social media and the things of the world, you know, iPhones, iPads, this, that, and the other. 
when we're too busy trying to look the modern part, that we never took time to say, hold up, wait a minute. Every city, people in every city come together to the school board and say, no, we're not going to accept this. Because if you don't take this garbage out of here and not subject my child to it, we're not sending our children back to public school. They don't make enough jails and prisons to put everybody in jail and prison, but we couldn't do it. The church come out being afraid, afraid to say anything about anything. The church, the house of God, the place that Jesus said his father's house would be called the house of prayer. Because leadership missed too much. Leadership is on the same thing that people own. Modern technology, modern clothing, looking like the world, making money, uh, trying to appear to have more than you need, <clears throat> but not paying attention to what's really going on, not watching as well as praying and watching the scriptures and staying in the word of God. His word is more powerful than any two-edged sword. And if we're standing on the word, we're standing on the solid foundation, we should be able to say something. We should be able to do something concerning children, concerning church, concerning ministry. This is still a reminder for 2023 because we need to be reminded daily. We are always in need of knowledge. We are always in need of wisdom. We always need to go back to the old path and take a look around and make our decision every day. Choose today whom we are going to serve because we've been serving some other God. But it wasn't Jehovah, the true and living God that have all power. It wasn't the God that so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. It wasn't that God. Because that God said, come out from among them and be separated. And that's what he said. He didn't say go into it and do what they do. He said, come out and be ye separated. I'll be your God and you be my people. Yeah, that's what he said. But we don't want to do that. We want to do what everyone else is doing. We don't want to look like we're not hip. We want to look hip, you know, and we got it and can't nobody tell us nothing and God is all right with this that I'm doing. No, he's not all right with what you're doing. But simply because he didn't destroy you, see. He didn't uh, cut you down. Yeah. And see, man think it's all right because God didn't, you know, cut him down. He didn't kill him. So he think, okay, well, good. And God, you know, me and God got this right here. So listen, I want to pray this morning. And then after prayer, we're going straight to the scripture over in Ecclesiastes in the 12th chapter. I love this scripture here. And we're going to talk about that. And at any time during this, 
if you feel like you have something you would like to say, if you feel like I want to talk about the service industry, I want to talk about how my job has been going, I want to talk about I noticed this and I noticed that, uh, I want to talk about my church, we did this and we did that to do this, or we didn't. Whatever it is, feel free to come in this morning at any time that you want. You don't have to wait until the studio is open today. These are simply reminders. This year, I believe God is just going to remind us a lot so that we'll remember his word and we'll remember to go back in him and we'll remember to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto him. What we can do is we can even ask him. Did you know that? You can ask the Lord, Father, am I pleasing you? What what I'm doing, is it, is it pleasing to you? Is this what you can accept? Because I know you just don't accept any and every old thing. People think he does. He will accept you in your sin, sinful state because he said this when you first come to him. He will in no wise cast you out. Anytime you've fallen, he will pick you up. But if you know better, he's expecting better out of you. If you get too weak and you fall, he will come to your rescue. I'm a living witness of that. But we should be watching as well as praying. We should be remembering to lift up the name of Jesus and the earth so that he can draw all men unto him. I don't think we're lifting him up. I think we're lifting up the things of the world. I think we're lifting up the things of the natural, the things of our flesh, the things that please us. This is what we're lifting up. We're not lifting up the name of Jesus because we're afraid. And ashamed of the gospel. Jesus is the gospel. Did you know that? He's the word. And we shouldn't be ashamed to talk of his wonders, works, and make known as these among the people. But people are afraid to do that because they are afraid of what someone is going to say about them and them lifting up the name of Jesus. I could care less what you think. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel had power to save me. See, at some point I had heard about Jesus, and it called me that particular day to go to the window and talk to him. I wasn't sure that was, that was what was going on, but I couldn't help but try. And, oh, I'm so glad. Hallelujah. I am so glad I did that day. Yeah, because now I can say I am one of the redeemed. Now I can say I found him. He knew where I was. I just didn't know where he was. But once I began to look for him, he allowed me to find him. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to one more uh, request, song request. And when we come back, we're coming back with our morning prayer. Yeah, put your hands together right now. 
leisure. I don't know where you're listening to this at. Maybe in your car, or you're at the crib. Maybe at the mall, the country club, maybe in the hospital. You could even be on lockdown. But I dare you to get this in your spirit. Speak to your situation and say, I will Put your hands together. Freddie P, can you let him know something? I will bless his holy name. Whether in good time, sorrow, sunshine, or in rain. Everything in me will find the reason to bless his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
hallelujah, hallelujah. I tell you, back in the day, that Fred Hammond guy was blessing this man and uh, blessing him to put some excellent songs of praise and worship and uh, gospel songs out. And uh, I thank God for those old songs. This particular one says, I will bless his holy name. Yeah, all this inside, this dusty frame will bless his holy name. I love that right there. I love that right there. Because we should be connected to God to bless him. We should be connected to him to praise him and worship him and to watch as well as pray and to lift up his name and to be that candle that sit on the hill that can't be hid. Yeah, we should be the salt of the earth. We're what give the earth its favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is who we should be. But we are everything else but that. Uh, men now, they're looking at women. They only want what's beautiful. They're not handsome, but they want what's beautiful. It, it's, it's so much weirdness. And because the world has let television, movies, and all this stuff take over their minds. They've forgotten God. Many don't believe there is a God. And the world just go on. It's your thing. Just do what you want to do. No. There's a price for us to pay to stay sound. Even in our minds. To stay, to stay sound in our minds, there's a price to pay. Some days you're going to be alone. There are not always going to be people around. Some days you just got to let it go. You can't fix it at all, and you won't know anyone else who can fix it. You have to let it go. We're so disconnected from each other. And then when we come out, we're trying to show everybody that we got it like this and we got it like that, but we don't. We're pitiful. We've been in the house crying. We are under stress. We're under strain. We're going through. And they done come up with so many diagnoses. That, that's just so many different demons. That's all it is. Different spirits that's in people. And they're giving it alphabets. ADHD. All kind of stuff. Because people became disconnected. People decided to do their own thing. People don't even train their children in the way that they should go. And, and and we, I, I'm going to talk about us just a second. Black people, we rap and rape, rage about what the police does. Even with our children, but you have not trained your child to accept authority and to know how to treat authority. And authority is that. It's authority and it has power. So when your child come up and think they're going to talk to the police the way they talk to you, the police show up. Now, this don't go around here. <laughs> yeah, law goes over here, not what you're doing and what you're saying. 13-year-old girl, I mean, he was tearing her up because she came off to them, I'm sure, like she a fighter. Like she was a man and I'll fight you. And they just showed her, you're no man and you won't fight me. We'll tear you up. And then all black people can see is prejudice, but won't see the child has not been trained. 
Yeah. Yeah. We we dressed the little girls, well, not we, but many dressed the little girls like little prostitutes, and they have them on social media shaking and all of this stuff, training them to be video queens and video models already. The babies, baby barely can speak, can't read at all. When they finally get in school, they got to go to special classes because you taught her how to shake and bake, but you didn't teach her how to speak, how to read, how to pronounce words. Yeah, this this was a special show this morning. Yeah. And then we as adults, we set the example. And then we as adults, we don't set the example because many of us are following the children. Yeah, we're following the children, the youth, what they're doing. Are you kidding me? I'm a 65-year-old full-grown lady. I'm not about to do what no 4-year-old do, what no 16-year-old, 19-year-old child do. No, ma'am. I know better. When I was a child, I did what children do. Now that I'm an adult, I put away childish things. And in 2023, this is a real world that we're facing, some real stuff. You're about to see some stuff. That's all I'm going to warn you on. I won't tell you what it is, but you're about to see some stuff. Mouth will be wide open. You'll grasp. If ever there was a time for us to draw now to God, it's now. It's right now. Get in that word so you'll know what his word says concerning you. Because there's some stuff coming on down. Yeah, some stuff going on. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come this morning thanking you, Father, for another Saturday morning. We thank you for waking us up, closing our right minds. Father, we thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you that we haven't forgotten you. We come this morning looking for reminders from you. We come this morning, Father, asking that, God, you would help us to talk of your wondrous works and make known your deeds among the people. Many don't want to hear it. Men are too busy in their minds and their heads and trying to figure things out, but it, it won't pan out right. Because without you, Father, we can do nothing. So we pray today that as we lift you up, that you would draw all men unto you. Draw them, Father, so that they can have peace and joy and happiness in you. Because, again, without you, they can do nothing. Oh, I know many, Father, they think they're doing it on their own. Even think they're breathing on their own. They think they have jobs and a place to live and all of these things. And you're providing, you're allowing. And, Father, many of them don't understand. But I ask today that you would send out a spirit of knowledge and understanding and wisdom. And, Lord, we know that light shined in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. We know that you've been trying to draw us all unto you and many won't come. But today, God, we're calling on you to, to bring even more to you. As we lift you up this morning here, God, draw 
today in the name of Jesus. We know that you wish that none should perish. And Father, we wish that none should perish either. Help your people wherever they may be, oh God. Because you call many, you've chosen many, they just won't come. Help today. Take the shame off, off of your name, God. Take the shame off of your words so that they're not ashamed of the gospel. But Lord, we know that it's going to remain true. It's going to remain the same. Because you're a God that won't change your word because you're not a lying God. But help today. Lord, you know the way to draw. And Father, if we have to fall so you can draw, do it for your glory in the name of Jesus. I bring every call and every listener before you this morning. Ask that you would bless every household represented here, every family member, every friend near and far. Father, move for your people today in the name of Jesus. Many got paid yesterday, don't have enough to pay bills. But, Lord, I know that as they pay their tithes and offering, God, you will multiply that money in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. As they plant seeds, God, you will multiply back to them. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah. And, Father, we come asking that you would heal those that are sick here today. Lord, those that are going through in their bodies, going through in their minds even, heal today. Those that have gotten a bad diagnosis from the doctor, Lord, heal today. You took a beating for the healing of the nation. And, Father, there's yet healing in the hymn of your garment. It's you that heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it this morning in the name of Jesus for your people, Father. We trust you. We believe you. Lord, we, we're prospering in you, and we believe that you're healing right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Father, we bring those that are incarcerated before you this morning, asking, Father, especially for those that are innocent, those that are locked up for nothing, oh God. We ask that you would open the door and move today, touch and heal their hearts and minds, touch and heal their family members hearts and minds. Those that say, oh, they did, he did it, she did it. Lord, show that they didn't do it and set them free today in the name of Jesus. And Father, bless every inmate, every jail, every prison, God, you know what's there. And Lord, you know what needs to be done. We ask that you would do it. You went that way from courtroom to courtroom. Have mercy this morning, oh God. Strengthen the families, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Bless those that are in every branch of the military. Bless the administration of the military this morning. Father, touch and heal the hearts and minds of our soldiers, our military men and women. Strengthen and bless their families, their children, O oh God, while they are away. Have mercy today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Mm. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas. Have mercy this morning, oh God. And open doors and open eyes. And Father, open hearts and minds that they will understand. Without you, we all can't do anything. Only by you. Help us this morning. Even those in power can't do anything without you. Help this morning. You know what our brothers and sisters overseas need. 
supply the need, God, according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Have mercy this morning is our plea, O oh God. And Father, we ask that you would bless widowers and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people. Ask that you would bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. Have mercy this morning, O oh God. Mm. Have mercy. Father, we ask that you would continue to bless these United States of America and the leadership. Moved by your spirit today, O oh God. Whatever shouldn't be, Lord, we ask that you would remove it because we can't. You know what's best. You have all power. There's no higher power. We're calling on all power this morning uh, to work in our stead in the name of Jesus. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Father, have your way here today. Move by your spirit and bless your people and give us reminders like never before. Strengthen us, God, to apply the reminders to our everyday life. Help us to walk in you in 2023 all the way into 2024. God, help us to continue in you. Help us not to put you down. Help us not to forget. Lord, we know the way is hard sometimes, and many of us are dealing with some hard issues. But is there anything too hard for God? We know it's not. So help us to rest in you. Help us to keep our mind on you. It's you that will keep us in perfect peace. Father, help us to follow your lead because you're leading and guiding us down the right path, in the right path for your name's sake. And because your name is on it, it's going to be a good path that we go through. And Lord, when we come out, we won't look like what we've been through. We thank you this morning. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. And, Father, we ask it all again this morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And we thank you. We thank you, Lord, because we're casting our cares upon you today because you care for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you this morning because you know your thoughts towards us. You have plans and your purpose towards us, for us. Nothing bad, nothing evil. You're going to bring us to an expected end. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we thank you this morning and help us to lift our eyes to the hill as often as we can remember. Because all our help, it comes from you. You made the heavens and the earth, Father. And we thank you this morning. We ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The songwriter said, I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. <coughs> I am. <coughs> Y'all excuse me. <coughs> I call still getting it sometimes. Jesus lifted me. Glory, hallelujah. Jesus lifted me. Nobody else lifted me. It was him. See, and what we don't understand is where this person was when God lifted him. Sometimes you can be way down in the valley. I mean, all the way down in there. And you're down in that valley alone. Nobody really understands the depth of what you're going through in that valley. And then Jesus come and lift you up out of there. Bring you to the top and put you on the mountain. Yeah. I'm so glad, Jesus, I want to be lifted while I'm down in the valley, going through. 
While I'm going down around in the valley, I want to be lifted and encouraged so I can last a little longer in the valley until the work is over, until the task is done, until my assignment has ended. Because I know uh, sometimes we don't understand, but even like with my grandbaby Kalani, that's an assignment. And I got to wait until the assignment ends. I lived in the project. I couldn't go nowhere. I couldn't come out the project until I completed the assignment. Once the assignment was done, he opened the door. Brought me to a place of peace and rest and quietness and niceness and luxury. Yeah. But I had to wait until my assignment ends. And I couldn't use the people or their money to come out. I couldn't beg people for all this money. I'm going to do this and I'm doing, and I'm taking the money so I can come out and, and get the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy so that I could drive. No, no, no. no. I, I, I didn't need one dime. I didn't need one penny. Jesus paid it all. I'm telling you the honest truth. He did it all because of my faithfulness, because of my work, because of my love for the people, not their money. When God spoke to me and told me to tell somebody something, I was so excited to tell it I couldn't even think of money. Money? He didn't say nothing about money unless he told me to tell them he was about to give them some money. But there was no charge. I went to a place yesterday, and and, and look, y'all know I love testifying. I went to get me some fish, shrimp, and I really didn't know it, but they threw a crab cake, uh, what do you say, nasty fried oysters. I don't like this. They threw a... Scallops in the plate. It was a seafood platter. And they gave me coleslaw. And then in another platter, I was going to get gizzards and chicken livers. But they were out of the gizzards, so I got the chicken livers. And they took a while, and and God gave me favor with the manager. She come out the door to talk to me. And then tell me, we're out of gizzards. I'm so sorry. I said, I'm so hurt over that. She said, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Went back in and she finished up my food. Well, there was a young man in there. Well, a man in there. And I saw his hair. And when I looked, the Lord began to show me some things. So on the back of one of my cards, I just wrote my name and phone number. And I told her to tell him to call me. And if he called me, I had good news for him. I was going to give him the message that the Lord gave to me. Yeah, concerning him. You see all of that right there? I've been in places and I didn't know these people. Never saw them a day in my life. And the Lord said, say this and say that. So I learned not to be ashamed. I went on and said it, did what he would have me to do. I can remember people jumping up and down. I can remember people screaming. I can remember people throwing their hands up in the air. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. They forgot I was even there. Because they were going through something. The assignment was heavy. And they didn't know how soon God was going to bring them out the assignment of what the pay was. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. But he sent me to let them know. Ha, 
I'm thankful this morning. Oh, uh, yeah. Listen, let me go to one more uh, request this morning. And uh, when I come back, we are coming back with our scripture uh, to read this morning. Hallelujah. We're looking at Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Yeah. 
encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's that gates of van and those are the ropes. I whoops and an angel in the room and it's they're singing about when it's your time to go. You know, if you're ready to get up out of here, it's your time to go. God will send angels in the room with you to comfort you. Hallelujah. Yeah. And uh, I often think about that sometimes, too, when my time to go. Who, ah, yeah, yeah. Who will he send? Hmm. Will he send my dad? Will he uh, send my cousin? had a favorite cousin. Her name was Jane. Willie sent my sister, my mom, you know, somebody I'm familiar with, so I won't be afraid. Yeah, because he, he's already taken care of everything. See, I don't know who, who it would be, but he already took care of it for me. And uh, I am so happy that he looks beyond this life. Because this thing is going to pass away. I know we hold on to it and we want it and we don't want to leave it and we don't want loved ones to leave us here. But he has taken care of everything. And if we can remember this, walking in God in 2023, he has fixed everything for his people. Yeah. No need to cry, no need to moan, no need to sigh. We rest in him. We trust him. And if ever there was a time to trust God and rely on Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7, now is that time. Because we must trust God with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, we want to acknowledge him. We want to pray before we make a move. He's going to direct our path. He's going to show us the way to go. He's going to show us how to come out of situations. And we don't want to be wise in our own eyes. We don't want to think we know the the solution to the problem or the ending answer. No. We want to fear God and depart from evil. And that's what's happening. People don't fear him enough. To fear God is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah, you wise if you fear God. He made the heavens and the earth. He can snatch the breath out of your body right now. Yeah, he can end your career of everything today, your life, everything. Your house, your car, your money, your job. He can end it all and take you on up out of here. Or he can end all of that and leave you here. And now you're suffering. I'm going to tell you some things I looked at, and we're going to Ecclesiastes. I looked at all these homeless ladies, all these homeless women. And there are a lot of homeless men. And I know some homeless men um, became homeless because of a job situation. Uh, someone passed away. Uh, mom passed away. Something, you know, and if they could come together and say, well, I'm going to help a woman. I'm going to help her to get a place. We may have to get it together to start, but I'm going to help her to come out of the streets 
And once I help her to come out of the streets, then we both can help me to get my own place. Or either by that time, they may have fallen in love and want to be married and stay together. I don't know. But men have no clue today. They have no clue how to fix things on their own. We're too busy looking to a government who's looking at other things. That, that, that's, that People are no longer the government say, oh, they're doing some things to continue to get the tax money and this and that, but the government is not really into people like that anymore. Money, and there's some things going to take place. You, you're going to get to see the monster after a while. It's going to be all right. But anyway, uh, we just need to Stay focused, walking in God. In 2023, right on into 2024, if he blesses to make 2025, right on into 2025. We don't ever want to step out of him. We want to walk in him. We want to stay with him. We want to be reminded as often as we can what we need to do. Because if we don't obey God, we don't belong to him. I know people think they can do what they want to do, and I'm still the preacher. They think they can do what they want to do, and I'm still the man and woman of God. Listen, don't let the smooth taste fool you now. He said we belong to him if we obey him, and disobedience is as witchcraft. Now, that's what he said. You you can hold it against me, but it won't do you no good. I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it. But it's his word, and I believe it. Yeah. So this is what we need to do. We, we need to go back to the old path and take a look around. Go back and look at the minds and hearts of the people. There's nothing new under the sun. We know that the same thing going on now was going on back then. But people tried to show as much respect as they can. Look like the, the, the 60s hit, well, it probably was the 50s, really, and looked like things just went to just moving, 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 moving. By the time the 70s come, oh, it was just moving. Everything was changing. It used to be a time when ladies dressed as the coming of a lady. But as time progressed on in them 60s, the late 60s coming on into the 70s, mm -mm. everything that could be basically exposed was exposed. Altar tops, uh, just mini skirts. I'm raising my right hand because I was into that mini skirt thing. That mini dress, oh yeah, loved all that. Show them thighs, show them legs. But we moved right on into the foolishness. And in the 80s, and then the, oh my goodness, by the 90s, it was ridiculous. And then when 2000 came, we were just straight up naked out here in the street. I'm just telling you the truth. And many didn't know no better because the older generation, people no longer wanted to hear that, how you carry yourself. Now, it's our thing. We're going to do what we want to do. You can't tell us this and that. It's my mind. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And now the children messed up today. Got a lot of messed up people. We back to the medications. 
you got all kind of ADHD and this kind of diagnosis and that. All it was is somebody didn't train somebody. Because I'm sure all of that was back then when I was a girl, but they had a cure for it. They had a real cure. When I was coming up for all these spirits, they had a cure for it. Yeah, they would beat the folly out of you because folly is in the heart of a child. And see, the enemy come in and put it in the hearts and minds of the people, not to spank children (laughs) and call the child abuse. That way, they're not able to get the folly out the child and the enemy can use the child. And the people be against the child. I told you about the 13-year-old little girl. The police, two of them, was boxing her real good. She was no match for them two men. Somewhere, no training. No training. And what them older people was doing back in the day, and my dad used to tell my brothers and I, his sister, hey, I'm doing it so the police won't have to. I'm doing it so the world won't have to do it to you. Because the world won't love you like I love you. They won't understand this is not your normal behavior. and This is not what you're going to do all the time. The world won't have no time for you. And most certainly the police is not going to deal with nobody who's disrespectful to them and they're doing their job. They'll shoot you or throw you in jail or prison forever. I need you to get somewhere. And they would talk to us. And after he spanked you, he would sit you down and explain to you why you got to spank it. He would ask you if you knew first. And you knew. I did. I certainly knew. But that devil come in and changed all of that. So he could get your children. So he could get your family. So he could tear up your house. Scripture says, train up the child in the way he should go when he get old, he won't depart from it. But the parent job is to train, train, train. I used to get so sick of mine. Oh, my goodness. I said, listen, I'm trying to tell you, if you do this, I'm going to have to do that. If you do that, then I'm going to have to do this. I don't want to do all of this. I got enough I'm doing. I'm calculating 15 boxes of cereal. I'm calculating five or seven gallons of milk a a week. I'm calculating double cooking, triple cooking on Sunday so it's food all week. And then still got to come. I don't need you doing all this stuff. So I I would get so sick of telling them the same thing. But I constantly did it because they constantly needed it. Reminder. And when they talk to the police, when they talk to the preacher, when they talk to anybody, they show respect. I never really can remember really having an adult come and telling me they had a problem with my children. If anything, they come and told me, oh, you you, you, got, you have some respect for children, Barbara. I didn't play the radio. My parents taught me. I tried to teach mine. But we don't do that. We're looking at the world way to my abuse. Baby, let me tell you back in the day, they would have gave you something for that ADHD. 
they would have given you something that would have cured it that same day. When I tell you them demons would have left and not come back. Because you knew if your demons show up, the demon in your dad or your mom was going to show up. Sometimes it was grandmama. Sometimes it was big daddy, the granddaddy. Well, whoever whoever was there that was the disciplinary, uh, 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 the person of discipline, they got with them. Yeah, they got with them spirits. And them spirits knew, oh, I can't cut up. Uh-uh, I can't cut up with Big Daddy. Now, I might show out a little bit with my mama, but Big Daddy, I know better. Yeah. They had a cure for all of that back then. A real cure for it. I'm not joking. <laughs> if they ask you to do something, well, I should say told you, like they say back in the day. If they told you to do something and you did not do it, they had a cure for it. They had all kind of cures back then <laughs> that they can't and don't have today. See, when they came up with this thing, parents should have spoke out, oh, I'm disciplined mine. What is wrong with y'all? Now the children run in the household. The children acting like the parents and the parents acting like the children. You got to give them iPhones. Children. You got to give them games. You got to give them games to play. And they can't go outside and it's just, just all kind of foolishness. They got to go to the mall. They have to go to the movies. They have, look, I, I was so old when I went to the movies. I don't know. I don't know. I I, wait, I had to wait until my oldest brother came from Georgia. He lived in Georgia. And whenever he came to town, he was able to take me to the movies. I was not allowed. Now, my brother could go with his friends, but I wasn't allowed to go to the movies. Without supervised, you know, a, a chaperone. So my oldest brother, whenever he come to see us, he would take me to the movies. Because that's the only time I was going to get to go. And they wasn't big in my house on TV, movies. No, they, they wasn't big on that. They was big on teaching, talking, training, working, cooking, baking. They was big on those things. And when I look back at that, those were the most blessed days I can remember. I felt so safe during that time. Yeah. So let's look at Ecclesiastes. Let's take a look here. And I want to look at uh, verse 12. I want to start right there. I think I do. It says, and further by these, my son, be admonished of making many books. There is no end. And much study is a weariness of flesh. But see, what we want to study is the word of God. We don't want to just study any books. But we really want to study the scriptures. Because in the scriptures is a life. A great life right here, right now, is in the scriptures. Peace, joy, happiness. If we can but believe, because he established his word. 
even sent his word and his word healed us. And the reason I said word healed us, one day you heard the word and you didn't harden your heart. You accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. His word is sharper than any two-edged sword. His word will fix it for you if you can but again believe and trust his word. But that one book that's called the Bible, we want to study that. I can look at this scripture today and share this and look at it tomorrow and it'll give a total, whole total different meaning. I don't know any other book that does that. But verse 12 of Ecclesiastes 12 says, and further by these my son be admonished of making many books there is no end. And much study is the weariness of the flesh. And sometimes we can, we can uh, put too much in our head, I think, of the wrong things. Uh, we're not walking spiritually, but we're walking natural. And there's no good thing in the natural. But there are great things in the spirit of God. But you got to have a spirit living in you. You got to accept him. Yeah. Verse 13 says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. They don't they don't want that. They don't want the conclusion of the whole matter. They want to try to make points and point away from the whole matter. They don't want to say Jesus is God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whoever believe on him won't perish but have everlasting life. That's not what they want. They want to extract you from the conclusion of the whole matter. So you left wide open and not only left wide open, but you can receive whatever else come along. That's what they did to the schools with the children. Now the children think anything goes. People who, a child who never knew nothing about homosexuality. Now that child stepping up saying, oh, according to what they say right here, I'm gay. What? Because they left it open. They didn't want you to hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Because they couldn't tell the child the, the, the whole conclusion. But we as adults, we need to hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. But this is the the whole duty of man. Look, it don't say it's the duty of the saved man, the unsaved man. It says, for this is the whole duty of man. And I'm going to make a generic right there, the word man. Man or woman, male or female, it's the whole duty for us to fear God and keep his commandments. But that's not what we're doing. See, what we do is we fear man and we keep the commandments of the world. We fear man and we keep the commandments that make the flesh feel better. Whatever makes the flesh happy, this, you know, is what we like to do. Yeah. And it's sad because 
Man have nothing for you if I'm honest with you. Man have nothing for you. Uh, man come to get what he can from you. He don't come to bring you anything. Yeah. And we need to figure all of this out. We need to figure it out. Well, how can I figure it out in Jesus? Yeah, you got you got to pray. You have got to pray if you want to figure it out now. You got to pray to make it today. Uh-huh. Because of this, that devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. You want to kill your testimony. You want to kill your praise. You want to kill your joy, your peace, your happiness. You want to steal everything that he can from you. He wants to steal the word of God from you. When God sent the word and the word can heal, he wants to steal that. He wants to steal your praise, your witness. He don't want you telling people God is. He don't want you telling nobody for God so loved the world he gave his own. Oh, no, no, no. You don't need to say all that. And then it's another thing go on. He says this to people. It don't take all of that. Now, you don't have to do all that. My goodness. Why are you doing all of that? It takes all of that and some more, let me tell you. Yeah. It takes all of that and some more. Because, see, we think because God made everything so easy, we're just going to just sit by and idle time and, you know, do what we want to do, and God's going to take care of all of it. He gave instructions. Watch as well as pray. Ecclesiastes 13, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. That's instruction. This is what you do about it. Fear God and keep his commandments. But this is the whole duty of man. We can't escape. We can't escape. We got to do something. We got to get up and do something. And you got to do something with your own mind. He gave you the ability to focus. He gave you his spirit to lead and guide you into all truth and to bring things back to your remembrance. But you got to allow it. You got to let it be. You got to let it take place. You got to trust God. You got to pray for it. You got to ask God to do it through you, in you, for you. Yeah. But we want to sit back and, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I ain't got to do nothing. And people really feel like that. They really feel like they don't have to do anything. It's already all right. And the preacher got to do it all. The pastor got to do it all. And uh, if the pastor don't do it, it won't get done and all that kind of stuff. That's what preachers do. That's not for us. It's for the lay members, too. It's for pew sitters, too. Yeah, it is. I know you sit on your cute little pew every Sunday and, you know, uh, it's looking good, you're feeling good, you're singing loud and then all that kind of thing. But guess what? 
is for you too. You got to open your mouth and talk about the wondrous works of God. And you got to make known his deeds among the people, pew sitters. I don't know what they're teaching in church now, but all of us, we all should be witnesses unto Almighty God. All of us, great witnesses. This is if we're not afraid or ashamed of the gospel. Now, if we're ashamed of the gospel, that won't work for us. It will not work because we're ashamed. But if we love God, and if we don't want any to perish, we should be out witnessing and telling people about the goodness of the Lord. Yeah. We should clean our act up. We, I shouldn't be around here talking about I'm, I'm a Christian and I'm doing anything I'm big enough to do. That, that, that shouldn't be. I should represent God to the fullest, the best that I can. My yea should be yea, my nay should be nay. If I say I'm praying for you, I should pray for you. When I encourage you, it's from a sincere place. My lips and my heart should line up together. And I should consider and hear the conclusion of the whole matter. We all should. Fear God and keep his commandments. But again, this is the whole duty of man. It's what he called us to do. It's our job. We're supposed to fear him, keep his commandments. Yeah. Verse 14 says, for God shall bring every work into judgment. I want that to soak for a minute now. But God shall bring every work into judgment. Mm-hmm. Because I know we think we're getting by with some things and God know my heart and all that kind of stuff talking. And to your surprise, I want you to notice he really does know the very intent of your heart. And you think you're saying something sporty. You think you're telling the other person, don't judge me. God know my heart. Yeah, he does. And your heart is not right. It's not even right towards him. Because if I can't love who made me, I can't love who sent his only begotten son to die for me, to suffer for me. I can't get it right with him. Who am I going to get it right with? Something not right in me. I got to feel God and keep his commandments. Sometimes we got to go through some things and do some things just to do that. But it's worth it. It is worth every bit of it. And listen what he said. But God should bring every work into judgment with every secret thing. I know some of us think we got some secrets. Whether it be good or whether it be evil. He's going to bring every work into judgment. One day God is going to tell you about what you did and about what you're doing. And he's going to judge you accordingly, whether it be secret in the open, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Like, those are not my words. Those are his words. Yeah, Ecclesiastes 14. 
So we got to wake up. We got to get it right with God. We got to seek his face, turn from our evil ways, our wicked ways. He said, then would he hear from him? We would hear from heaven. He would hear from heaven. Then would he hear from heaven, forgive the sins, and heal the land. But a lot of times it's not what we want. We want what we want. We want to do what we want to do, how we want to do it, because we want to do it. I was just sharing with a a, a guy this morning, listen, the man and wife need each other in this hour. I know they may not understand it all, but if you're married, you need your husband, and husband, you need your wife, and y'all should work it out and get it together. Stop letting your eye wander out in the street at other stuff. It's nothing to it. It's no good. It won't work for you. It'll mess you up better than it'll help you. Couples, stop being so selfish. He didn't do this and he didn't do that. Well, she didn't do this. Stop it and come together. Show each other love. Well, honey, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't know that you really wanted me to do that or whatever it is. I mean, you can tell each other, but tell each other in a kind, loving way. I'm not holding it against you. I'm giving you a reminder. I'm just sharing, baby. You know, you, you, you got to do all of this and stay together in this hour. You're going to need each other, couples. Children, you need to get together with your parents and get your mindset right because you're going to need your parents. You're going to need your parents. And some of them are going to be so afraid they might die from fear. I'm just telling you what's coming. I'm just telling you now. Prepare yourself. Always revert back to Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Because it it will help you if you will allow it to. It's a a no-stress scripture. It's a scripture that helps stress the needs of your life. I have walked by this scripture and lived by it for many a years. It kept the gray hair out my head at an early age. It kept the wrinkles out my face at an early age. It kept me from drying up at an early age. I'm telling you the truth of the trauma and the drama and the this and the that. But I trust in the Lord with all my heart. And I didn't lean on my own understanding. Sometimes not in all my ways, but the majority of my ways until I got the strength to acknowledge him in all my ways. He directed my path because he understood where I was. Yeah, he he, he knew where I was. He knew what, what I needed. And then I learned not to be wise in my own eyes. I learned to fear God and depart from evil. I learned to start looking back. I can remember I was going to church and clubbing. I'm telling you the truth. And I started looking back at that thing. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Wait a minute, Bobby. You want God to bless you, but you going to club? How can that be? You can't do that like that. I come out from among them. And got separated. You hear me? I remember I was going to this church. 
and uh, there was a brother there, and I was interested in that brother. Oh, I just thought he was the deal. And one day, the Lord called me out and told me, don't go back over there messing with him no more. This man is trying to get it together unto me, 100%. And you're going over there is a distraction. And you're not headed up. But you're doing some things. So guess what? I uh, prayed. And I didn't go back over there anymore. Fooling around. Do you hear me? No, ma'am and no, sir. Because I had to depart from evil. Yeah, I had to fear God and depart from evil. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. We're struggling. And I'm not saying everything God going to just zoop and it's gone. That's not what I'm saying. Sometimes the Lord take a minute to work in you and through you and, and on you even. You take a minute because of this, the struggle. And you've been in familiar places so long, it's not just easy for you to turn that loose. You want it to go, but it's not easy for you to turn it loose. You want it to go, but it's not easy for you to turn it loose. I I don't want to do this no more, but it's not easy for you to turn it loose. You've been comfortable doing it for so long. But the more you pray, and the more of a sincere heart you get towards not doing it, and mine, God gonna come in and He gonna He will fix it. Some things we can turn loose. I turned that cussing loose just like that. Fornication wasn't so easy, but that cussing. Oh, I didn't want to do that no more. I was afraid I was gonna cuss at church. <laughs> I was afraid I was going to be talking to the senior bishop and just go to break out with the cussing. <laughs> when I look back, it's not funny. <clears throat> because before then, <clears throat> I was struggling with that cussing. And looked like I just loved it. <clears throat> Looked like I was made to cuss. It looked like it was just for me to cuss. I, I don't know. And I can remember people even telling me crazy stuff. You know, your Aunt Weah, she cussed every word she said, and that's where you get that cussing demon from. And I thought that was cute. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah, see, my aunt, I, I inherited this from my aunt. But later on, I found out I inherited that from hell. And I learned later on, you got to let this go. You cannot continue in this and be in the church. And now years later is when I found out he said, put that filthy communication out of your mouth. I found that out years after I got saved. I didn't find that out before I got saved and while I was seeking God. But later on, I found out I had to put that evil, filthy communication out of my mouth. Because it was in me. It was in my heart. All that cussing you hear people doing, that's in their heart. They don't know it. They don't know it. But that's in them. And see, I wanted that thing out of me, and God took it. 
Yes, he did. Thank you, Jesus. Because, again, I did not want to be cussing in church, and I didn't want to be cussing around the senior pastor or the members. Yeah. But we learned to trust God with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. And all our ways, we acknowledge him, and he's going to direct our path. We just can't be wise in our own eyes because we don't know nothing. Still God and depart from evil. If it had not been for the Lord on my side today, where would I be? If I can't wake myself up this morning and no other morning, how am I so much? How am I all of this? Where did I get being all of this from? Can't even wake myself up. Without him, I can't do nothing. Unless he do it, it, it can't be done. Unless he does it, it cannot be done. I'm just telling you. But we want to act like we're doing something. We got it. And we got it like that. I don't have it like that. I need him every step of the way. I need him in the morning, afternoon, well, morning, mid-morning, afternoon, mid-afternoon, evening, night, I need him. Because I can't do it without him. I acknowledge that. And I want to keep walking in that. Knowing that without him, I can't do nothing. And another thing I'm learning If he don't do it, it won't get done. And I like that. Some days I have to tell him, I say, well, Lord, you're not moving on this. So no need for me to try to move on it, and you're not moving on it. I I, I just got to wait on you. Be of a good courage, and you're going to strengthen my heart. Sometimes I just let it go. And then he brings it back to my attention. Yeah. And so I just thank him the day that he's that kind of God. He's that kind of friend. And the scriptures say he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Yeah. So today, and whatever we're doing today, the believers, the saints of God, the, the people of God, the Christians, Whatever we are doing today, we want to do it as unto the Lord. Because we don't want to be accused of not being great servers. Yeah. We're walking in God in 2023. We want to serve. If you're working on a job, you want to serve as if you're serving God. You want to give good service, whatever your job calls for. Because these people out here, that's not what they're doing, but they're getting the customer money. And see, the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So we want to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto God and whatever we're doing. Whomever we are serving. And I'm telling the believers this morning, everything don't have to be about a dollar bill. Because what happens, God sees what we are doing. He, he sees what you're doing. 
You already know. Have you ever gotten something you know you didn't deserve? And especially when you got it, you shouldn't have got it right then. Or you got something and you were so shocked that it went through that you got it. That's because you done did something good somewhere for somebody at some point in time in your life. Every now and then an evil person might do something for somebody. You've done something somewhere for someone. Uh, Or maybe for something. And you was rewarded back. But see, we don't see that all the time. We think God just supposed to keep showering doors open in this, but no cross, no crown. If we don't suffer with him, we can't reign with him. Must Jesus bear a cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone, and I know there's a cross for me. Remind us this morning, simply remind us, yeah, that we don't want to forget, that we want to stay with God. We want him to be the God of our lives. Yeah, I don't want my ATM card to be the God of my life. Yeah, I don't want where I bank at to be the God of my life. My job with my paycheck is the God of my life. The car I drive is the God of my life. My children, my family. No, 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 no. My business. I want the true and living God, Jehovah, that have all power to be the God of my life. I want the God that said, let there be light and light appears. I want the God that says, but he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son again this morning, that whoever will believe on him won't perish, but have everlasting life. This the God I want to be the God of my life. I want him to lead and guide me in the right path for his name's sake daily, all day. We back to this. I want to keep my mind on him so that he will keep me in perfect peace. I want to remain looking to the hills from which cometh my help. All of my help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth. I always want to remember I'm the head and not the tail. I don't care what's going on. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Let me tell you about being the head and not the tail. You'll want some things done and you don't have the money. You will want to get some things done, but you don't have the money. But God will open a door and make a way. You're the head and not the tail. Everybody else stuff being bam, bam, look like they're just getting it done. But you can't do that because you don't have it like that. But God will come in because you're the head. And make you the head and show everybody. I'm so thankful for what he did for me yesterday. Oh, y'all don't know. I had to get up and start doing some things. I got up, started doing some things. God come in and he blessed. Because I didn't figure I could do nothing. And especially cleaning. Oh, that bleach going to get me. Oh, oh. Get on in there and try some, some light stuff until I buy the no scent cleaning stuff, you know. Yeah. He's able to see us through, but we gotta wanna see wanna be want him to bring us through. We gotta wanna come through in other words. 
Stop doubting God, please. Stop making excuses. Tell him what you want. He is on the main line. And believe that not only he heard, but he's going to answer and let it go. We keep we keep bobbing it. We keep holding on to it. If you're working with some things that are a heavy burden this morning, it's your assignment. It's going to end after a while. It won't always be like this. God is perfecting it. Yeah, because it concerns you. Sooner or later, but I'm telling you this morning, sooner than later, it's going to work for your faith. Today, God is turning it around for you. I'm telling you the truth. But go on and get your assignment done. Because this is coming up again. And when you stand before him, you can say, Lord, this is the assignment you told me to do. Did this what you gave me, Lord? I had to do this right here. Lord, I did this because this was family. I, I did this because this was my brother's sick. I did it because it was my granddaughter's sick. I, I, my, my, my daughter was sick. My mama was sick. Whoever it was, I did it, Lord. And that's work that won't burn up before you. I don't know about that other stuff you did, but I know that this assignment, these assignments you're on right now, they won't burn up. And we need works. The works didn't save us. God saves us because we come believing. That's the key with him. All of us that come to him, we must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So it's not the work that saves us. God saves us. But the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And we're praying that he would send more labors into the vineyard. But I ask him to remember the labor that he called and chose me for. Let me get my work done. Lord, when you come back, let me be without spot or wrinkle. We got some time to operate. We got some time to get it right with God. We got some time to put a smile on his face. We got time to do some things that pleases him because we always want them to do what pleases us Lord. I want that blue house over there on the hill, God, with the dog named Fluffy. Jesus, I want the house. Lord, you know we outgrowing this one and it'll work for everybody. Lord, don't let me be disappointed at the car lot. Give me the car, God. Lord, this one's falling apart. Yeah, all of that. But what is it can I do today for you, Father, that will please you? What is it can I do today that will put a satisfying smile on your face and strengthen me to get it done today? Help me, Lord. I want to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Yeah. Walking in God in 2023, all the way through 2024. We want to keep walking in him. We want to keep these reminders near and dear to our hearts. We want to go back to the old path and look around every now and then and choose to stay with God. Because this world going to keep offering you different things on different platters. Or they're going to come with the gold, the shiny stuff, the bling. 
Next, they're going to come with the lobster <coughs> and the shrimp and all this stuff. Uh, the duck with the orange sauce, gourmet foods and truffles. and Yeah, they're going to bring that next. Then they're going to come with the wardrobe and the name brand and who is by and all that foolishness. Nonsense. So we want to keep our mind on the Lord because we need him. And we need our mind fixed and our hearts regulated. We we need to forgive others and help people. Because if I was working in the vineyard, I could maybe remember this, that folk need me. And I'm able to be a help. I can't always go and, and do but I can't pray. And look, I just like it. All of a sudden, a text will just pop up. Please pray for my daughter. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I got that yesterday. I said, listen, we're going to trust God for her and let go. Because that's what I got. And then I gave the mom a minute to vent, you know, because I know she needed to vent a little bit. Gave her a minute to vent. We went on. Got another one. I know you're praying for me, yes. And I'm also praying for this, this, and this. And that. I called Brother Frank yesterday morning. He was asleep. And I called back last night. I didn't get no answer. So I hope some of us have been calling him to check on him. And uh, I know God's going to bring him out. I know God is going to bring him out. I believe that for him. I believe that for him. Yeah. But we, as the people of God, and we have love, we want to check on him and uh, encourage him the best that we can. Words encourage. Words truly encourage. So, again, this morning, if you can uh, give him a call and just say, hey, Brother Frank, this sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so from Jesus in the morning, and uh, Sister Barbara told us she was in the hospital, and we just wanted you to know, Brother Frank, that we love you and we care, and I just wanted to call and say hello. You got to be on there a long time with him. The phone number to call is 702-962-5000. which is 5000. And you're going to ask for Frank Peoples. Frank Peoples. And if the uh, and if the hospital answer machine get it, then what happened is this. It's going to ask you, do you want to talk to the nurse or the patient? So you say you want to talk to the patient. And it asks for the patient name, Frank Peoples. And it's going to ring his room. And you'll be able to say something to him. I'm going to try back this morning. He's in the uh, Nevada, so they're three hours uh, behind me. I'm three hours ahead of them, so I have to wait until he get up. Mm-hmm. But I will today and wait around 12. It should be 9 o'clock there, so he should be awake and have breakfast and everything. Yeah, so what I do is I will call around. Nine his time, twelve my time, and see if I can get through to him. Yeah. See, we disconnected. 
I was saying it uh, Thursday, and I was saying it today, and I could feel, you know, I pray for him, but I'm not calling him disconnected. Your brother in Christ may be in crisis, and I'm going to pray, but I ain't going to. And I got the opportunity to say something, to give flowers while he's living, but I won't be disconnected. Yeah. But however you feel, let God lead and guide you. That's what I can tell you. Yeah. Let him lead and guide you in the right path for his name's sake. Oh, yeah. And it's all right this morning. All right, Sion. Amazing Pastor Mike Jr. I remember when, I remember, I remember when he saved my life. Everything before that was just a blur. I was wild, living real foul. I just want right. I remember when, I remember, I remember when he changed my name. From sick to heal, from broke to blessed. Now I can testify that I'll never be the same. My God is
remember when my God is amazing. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Pastor Mike Jr. And uh, amazing is the name of this song. So if you want to go to YouTube and uh, check it out and uh, listen to it again, feel free to go over there. Listen, the studio is open. If there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free on this Saturday morning to press that number one and I will bring you in. And uh, I know Sister Jerry is going to bust with me because she told me last night, let me know if you'll be on in the morning. Well, I couldn't because I didn't know if the floor would dry that quick or not, you know. And uh, I turned it, it just come to the turn the heat on because it was 40 degrees anyway. So I turned the heater on, turned the ceiling fans on. And when I got up this morning and touched it good, it was good and dry. Well, it was dry last night, but I uh, touched it this morning. It was good and dry. And I had taken the runners up. So I just cheeks down, you know, made a, a line. It come from uh, where the chair was in my bedroom to bring it into the office. And so I was able to get the chair and here and everything, and uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful unto the Lord. And I tell you, I am happy because I needed to put the house back together, Christmas, New Year, da-da-da-da-da, and uh, I was sick. And so I'm just thanking the Lord this morning for his grace and his mercy, most of all his love for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, if no one else have anything they would like to say this morning, that's all I have for today. I will pray us out, and we pray the Lord bring us back Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Have a blessed day, a blessed day, and uh, enjoy your weekend. And uh, those that can drink caffeine, drink some for me because I can't. Yeah, if you can drink fruit juice, go on and get a sip. This is Sister Barbara. If you can eat ice cream, go and eat your little ice cream in my name. Yeah, <laughs> because I can't. Hallelujah. So we thank you, God. We thank you, God, anyway. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done. Thank you for your word today. Lord, again, your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. And forever, oh God, that word is settled in heaven. Father, you sent your word, and your word healed us. Send your word today, O oh God, even the more that it heal us. Let your word ring in our hearts and minds. Let it ring in our ears today, O oh God, that it would heal us in the name of Jesus. We thank you for all you've done. Thank you for what you're doing right now. And, Father, we thank you for what you're going to do. And, Lord, as we depart, bless our going out today. Bless our coming in and meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. And, Father, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, January the 7th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed day, and uh, 
we pray again that God see us back on Monday. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and I'm going to play the last song uh, of the morning.